Now it's time for Geek News. With unpainted dragons. <laughs> uh, Mike seems to think that you have your own key to our house. Beep, beep. Not so much. I'm just an accomplished lockpick. Yeah, I, I Their security have, is pretty feeble. I still have no idea how he gets in my house every damn time. <laughs> All right, Geek News. Uh, sponsored by Don Lloyd, one of our Patreon supporters. So thank you very much, Don, for supporting us over on Patreon Woo-hoo. and allowing us to do things like the Geek News. <laughs> oh, that, I, just, that just made a little part of me die <laughs> right there. Uh, that's why I did it. <laughs> Especially that way. Just like that for you. All right, what do you got? I'm out. <laughs> I got a few items. One of them is actually a little bit old, but I left it on there because it is possibly the best news of the summer related to Star Wars. Josh Trank is leaving as director of the second unnamed Star Wars anthology film. Not Rogue One, the other one. The only way it could get better if J.J. Abrams suddenly decided to leave actually Force Awakens and let somebody reshoot it. But I'll be glad that he's at least not doing any. Uh, three people have been solidly cast in the uh, Walking Dead spinoff, Fear the Walking <laughs> Elizabeth Rodriguez, who apparently was uh, quite popular on Orange is the New Black, which I never watched. And then uh, Ruben Blades and Mercedes Mason, mm-hmm. they've all been cast as mains uh, in the show. So I don't know who all the kids were in that trailer that they put out, but <laughs> apparently they're they're just trailer people. Hey. hey. <laughs> Also, do you have the other part of that news? I did not. The the part where um they said there's going to be that that they're not going to go full zombie for a while. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so everything that everybody hated about season two, all in one condensed show. <laughs> Only in California yeah. instead. <laughs> On the comic book side, DC has announced that they're doing more bombshell type products uh, in August. Uh, this was a popular series of statues alt covers and stuff like that that they did late last year or early this year anyways they're doing it again alternate uh, covers comics some games uh theme stuff uh, with cryptozoic some statues actually the killer frost statue looks uh if i had more room for statues i actually look at that one of the comics is going to be a retro look at uh wonder woman batman batgirl and it looks it had a cool cover but it's just the trinity which i really care about on the game side, FFG has announced a couple remnants, uh, a couple expansions, Strange Remnants for Eldritch Horror. That's going to be due out in the third quarter. And Harbinger, a, an expansion for Talisman. This is going to be due out in the second quarter. Didn't have any MSRP for either. Hairbrain Scheme has announced uh, Golem Arcana's next campaign OP, Realm of Cinders, and a new figure, Urgul Ashmo or Ashmoff, not really quite sure how you pronounce that. A S H M O G H. Colossus. This is going to be 160 millimeters and it's going to be $65. I still don't know anybody that actually plays this game. Right. Not, not in a bad way. I just don't know anybody that plays it, but I'm glad to see that it's still going. They're still putting out the content for it, that they actually have another OP planned and they're continuing to expand the figs. It's just a crazy high price point, even on the Kickstarter. Yeah, and they seem to—I mean, they—they they seem to have a decent presence at Gen Con this coming year. I, I saw a bunch of events for them, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I was originally going to be in on the Kickstarter, and I was just like, no, this is way too much to spend on something that's unknown at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, the whole—I didn't want to back something that was going to vanish on me again. <laughs> 
and and then uh, not and then have all this crap that nobody's going to play ever. Yep. Uh, Modifius Entertainment has announced uh, Lugu, mm-hmm. uh, a storytelling card game due in June with MSRP of seventeen ninety nine. I really like the looks of this. It reminds me of Dixit stuff like that, um, only with uh, a storytelling uh, bent to it in the rules rather than. You know, Dixit is kind of a know your enemy, right? Or, or, or friend, I guess. Technically, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I think I think they're one and the same in this house sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> but the artwork on the cards looks really cool. So that's, uh, I mean, I really like Dixit because it's very, you know, it's and this looks a little bit even more abstract than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's something I might actually. Yeah, uh, uh, Chris and those guys sent me a press release on it and it was kind of interesting to kind of read through it and i also find it interesting too that modifius does a lot of kickstarters but this one i don't think they're kickstarting i think you're going to be able to buy it right from their their shop as i understand it there is no kickstarter associated with this yep right cryptozoic uh has an expansion i don't know how i missed this because it's i really like the game (laughs) epic spell wars of the battle wizards 2 rumble at castle tentacill uh it's available (laughs) now um, so if you're a fan of the Epic Spell Wars, and I kind of am, go out and get it because it's expanding it. It's just adding all sorts of new stuff uh, to make even more long and wacky spells. <laughs> Disney Infinity is moving away from random power disc packs. They're getting away from the blind boosters and they're switching over to four disc packs. Previously, their power discs were blind boosters. Now they're switching over to four disc packs. Each disc, each pack is going to be set. You're going to know what's in it, and each pack is going to be four ninety nine. Um, while I have no desire at all to get into Infinity because I think that's just going to be crack. If I did, <laughs> I'm glad to see they're moving away from a blind booster purchase and getting into a set power disc purchase. AEG Aldrac Entertainment has announced a Valley of the King of a little bit a Valley of the Kings expansion, Afterlife. Mm. Uh, it's going to be, you can either play it as a standalone game or you can mix it in with the original to take it up to six players, or it's going to have solo variant rules. So if you buy this and put it all together, you can actually play it one to six. While I enjoyed the game, I don't really see myself wanting to play this solo. Yeah. This, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, if you, it harkens back a little bit to kind of so, uh, pyramid solitaire days yeah. to a point, but yeah. with a nice theme on it. So, I mean, if if you still enjoy solo games from that aspect, or if you enjoy solo card games, uh, you, you might. But yeah, I, I don't think this is the game I would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just I would for gravitate me. towards yeah. for a solo game, but it is definitely. I mean, we we enjoyed the game, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of cool to see an expansion come out because to me, it was one of those games that kind of came in and then just and left. Right yeah, away. nobody really started talking about it more after that. Yeah, I've when they announced this as a full either a full standalone or as an expansion. I was kind of surprised. And then the last thing I have is WizKids uh, announced uh, Age of Ultron Dice Masters uh, for July. It's going to be starters, boosters, and a new playmat, and probably some OP to go along with that, so you can get some overpriced, really not well-played cards if uh, the current Marvel Dice Masters OP is any indication of what you get as your prizes. It's going to be themed on, of course, the Age of Ultron movie, not the comics, but uh, to all the Dice Master, Marvel Dice Master fans out there, I hope you enjoy it. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start. I've got a bunch of miscellaneous crap here that I wanted to talk about with you. But I think I'm just going to go ahead and start off with the fact that we have Mixler and what Mixler is that we're using right now. Because I've had some people ask me uh, off to the side what it is. 
Why would you want us to follow you there? Right. And then the other thing, too, is that we're still using the free version. So uh, the free version, we can only do an hour at a time. So there's a countdown staring at me right now for when our hour is going to be up. I can turn around and restart it right away, which I'll probably do tonight. People are still around after an hour. But we're basically testing this out. So Mixler is a site that you can go to and listen to us live stream the episode, basically. Uh, and you can hear it raw and before I get to editing. So if you're tired of waiting for me to edit or find time to edit, <laughs> this is the perfect way to get, get it all in. So for oh, you right- mean it's not design that we've gone to quarterly? <laughs> it's not by design. Well... <laughs> Work is designed it that way yes. lately. but So Mixler is a way for us to do that. And again, the, the link will be in the show notes and it is over on our website. Actually, there's a little player on our website that tells you when we go live. But if you go to the actual Mixler site, there's a chat there. So we've got people in chat like Matthew and Mike and Meow who is sleeping. I know since he hasn't said anything since he's been here. But right now we're just trying out the free version, which lets us do an hour at a time. If this is something that people end up being interested in and we get enough followers over on Mixler to do it, we'll talk about getting the next level up, which allows us to do three hours at a time, which pretty much covers most of our episodes. Rosebud. <laughs> All right. That out of the way. <laughs> Speaking of AEG, since you brought them up earlier, uh, the Smash Up winning factions were announced. Yes. So there were 32 factions in all, and it came down to these four are going to be in the expansion that's basically titled something like It's All Your Fault. (laughs) So sharks, superheroes, Greek myth, and dragons, Mike, dragons. (laughs) Dragons did make it. Uh, So that'll be an interesting combination, especially when we combine them with the kitties and (laughs) sharks and kitties, dragons and and ponies. And I, like I said, I've got stuff all over. I just kind of threw a bunch of crap on my list and I didn't organize it. So I'm going to be all over the place. But let's talk a little bit about the, uh, of course, Spill the Jars, uh, Nominees, Cult Express, Machi Koro, and The Game. So those are category for slightly lighter games. Kenner Spill the Jars is uh, Broom Service, Elysium, and Orleans, Orleans uh, which are slightly heavier games. And then there's the Kinderspiel. Uh, which is Push a Monster, Shots Robots, and Spinderella. Um, so those Let's are the- talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. They're going to be on a lip sync battle here soon. Oh, nice. <laughs> Might have to watch that one. So those are your nominees. The Kinderspiel, so the uh, kid uh, nominations. The winner will be announced on June 8th. 2015, while the other two will be announced on July 6th, 2015. Since we haven't recorded in a while and it's all the rage, now there's a couple scandals I don't want to talk about, (laughs) but the Suicide Squad images have been kind of making their way. So I I thought you and I should talk a little bit about that since everybody's up in arms about the Joker and Harley Quinn and and all that good stuff. Well, the one thing that I've heard is that Leto's shot of the Joker doing the killing joke homage was not what his final look is going to be. I don't care. I rather liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good take on the Joker. If all the laughter was tats instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, just his jacket or the artwork. I mean, that's a, that's an iconic image. So if they're going to, if they're going to do a Joker image, you might as well do the killing joke. Right. The best response I've seen to that is somebody took a, somebody cut out Will Wheaton, (laughs) Will Wheaton, Will Smith, (laughs) 
<laughs> you didn't know Will Wheaton was in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and they captioned it, you either die a prince or live long enough to become Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one, yeah. <laughs> For the most part, I'm going to say that is an ugly cast shot. The only costume that I actually like is Harley Quinn's because it strikes me as kind of roller derby. And in her post Arkham Asylum or post Arkham video games portrayal as she's now in, in the DCU, I don't think anybody really would have accepted the clown costume. So embracing the, the Arkham video games, I think is a good idea. And while this is not a direct, well, the woman that plays her doesn't look at all like the cartoon. So you couldn't really right. do a true port of the costume, but it's got a little kind of roller derby thing going on. She looks kind of like I would have expected, actually. I'm quite pleased with how the costume looks. Everybody else, though, I think. Everybody's losing their shit. Well, <laughs> it seems like it's just it's it's like. Games Workshop is secretly a writer on this. No, add more Grimdark. More Grimdark. <laughs> you can't be happy and you can't be clean. Apparently, there's no water in the DC universe either. You can't be clean. You can't have clean clothing. There are things, as we saw on Arrow, that just don't translate well to live action. That being Deadshot. His mask just looks silly. And what they've done with his outfit, at least the colors are there. And that's quite often something they... Well, for a DC movie, at least there's color. <laughs> I'm still going to go see it. I am not holding out high expectations for it. I haven't from the beginning once they announced the cast. But the photos and everything, they don't they don't lead me to, to say that this is going to... It's just another DC movie. Dark, dirty, and I'm going to need a shower afterwards and want to go into therapy. <laughs> uh, so have you seen the, the leaked like footage here recently? Uh, and the shots of Leto as the Joker, like getting out of the car and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Okay, I mean, I don't know how much of that is legit. Yeah, overall, I, I mean, whatever they want to do, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see it in the theater. At this point, and yeah, it's still I, I, a theater movie for me. Though, though my expectations are low, it's still something I want to see on the. Yeah, that's screen. just it. I don't have high expectations though, and and that sucks because I want a really good Suicide Squad movie. That is the movie that I really want to see be done legit. Well, we had one last year on Arrow. <laughs> well, we had or earlier this we season. Had, we had the was. animated Batman Arkham. Yeah, uh, Assault that too. on Arkham. That was good. Yeah, it's like I they should have just lifted an Ostrander comic from the eighties. <laughs> All right, so kind of keeping in that vein, the Legends of Tomorrow trailer. Mm-hmm. How about that? That looked really, really good. That was amazing. I uh, I I love that from start to finish. I love how they tied it in with both Arrow and Flash, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of almost making those two guys the mentor of this new team real quick. Right when they kind of get started off, of course, everybody's losing their shit about Rory being a Time Lord now. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he got cast. He annoyed the hell out of me on Doctor Yeah, Who I know I he annoyed you. Him. Yeah, I haven't seen him in anything else, so I don't know if that's just his default or, or what. But yeah, I got the chuckle. But that I'm really looking forward to because I really liked the old Time Masters comic. It's not at all. It's somewhat, somewhat similar to what they're doing here. But this is really more uh, reminiscent of the pre-New 52 Booster Gold series because this is what Booster is doing. Rip recruited him to travel through time and fix things. So every issue he was going to somewhere in the DC universe's past and meeting a character from there and fixing things. But at the same time, 
not being able to reveal himself as Booster Gold because Booster Gold was, you know, the lovable loser from the future. <laughs> so they couldn't really, he couldn't be revealed as like a key component to the DCU. So it was a really good change for the Booster Gold character. And I like that they're choosing Vandal Savage. This gives an excellent reason for why why you need Rip Hunter because he's, you know, he's an immortal. Vandal is, I mean, not Rip Hunter. Right. So he will have all these plans that have come to fruition or failed through time. So there's plenty of things for these new Time Masters to go do. I like the look so far. Admittedly, it was at night, so you didn't get a good shot of it. But right, yeah. Kira flying as Hawkgirl, that looked really good. And just the the cast of characters assembled. The only thing I'm uh, leery of is they only have half of Firestorm right now. Right, and um, they even mention that in the... In the right. trailer. They they say that they only have half a firestorm, but then they show some firestorm in action, but I'm not sure if that's just canned footage or if they're gonna or what they're gonna do. Cause I, I looked at the IMDB page for both Heroes of Tomorrow and Robbie Amell, and there's no it's not listed on either one, so who knows? But I'd like him to, to be on there so they can have a full firestorm. Uh but still, Stein, you know, he's a brain, so mm-hmm. every team needs a brain. I'm looking forward to it. I like that Adam is finally shrinking. Yeah. Although I don't know about the whole super strength thing when I shrink. Uh, he doesn't have that. No, that wasn't. No, that's, that's I, I, Ant-Man. That's Ant-Man. That's yes. right. Oh, I'm confusing shit. <laughs> <laughs> My shrink. Too many shrinking uh, individuals in in uh, one span of time. All right. So let's move on then to, of course, the next one would be the Supergirl trailer. I was leery of this show, partly because I'm not keen on the super family, partly because there's not a lot of CBS shows that I like. Uh, and partly because I don't know the chick. But the first trailer, you know, wasn't at all serious. I mean, it wasn't a comedy, but they weren't taking themselves like high drama. Like right off the bat, Smallville, for instance, was like Clark Kent super drama. And this was that this trailer was not that. And then the second trailer, a little bit more drama added, but still n- neither one of them taking themselves too seriously. And, and that that I like because it's this the super family is just not characters I can get behind if they're trying to be. <laughs> Uh, you know, taking themselves too seriously. I like Lois and Clark. Yeah, I didn't mind Lois and Clark. Uh, I, I liked the trailer overall as well, and I didn't have as much, you know, everybody started kind of losing their shit over the romance factor. You, you knew that was coming. You're dealing with a teenage girl or, or early 20s or something, and you knew that was going to be a piece of this. It's just well, that, yeah. that's a piece of almost anything at this point. It's on point. TV. I, yeah, it's, so I didn't have a problem with that at all. And In fact, I expected it. But I did like what they did, and I did like that we're getting the after Smallville. Mm-hmm. Like she's gonna use her powers. She's trying to, you know, really learn and hone her powers versus us leading up to her getting power. So I like that we're jumping off at that point. And yeah, I thought I was really the trailer did a really good job. Really glad when they announced that it wasn't just going to be, you know, she's Smallville. That you know, it's she's an adult. She has a job. And she knows that she has powers and how to deal with them for the most part. Yeah. The only thing I have a uh, caution about is they've really, it, through, from watching the trailer, they've really kind of set it up where they could potentially do way too much Monster of the Week. Uh, I think that's going to be a given for the first season at least. Yeah. Usually, and usually, I don't mind it usually maybe the first season or something like that, but I hope they don't stick with that format because then that would kind of bum me out, I think. I, that'll get old quick. Yeah, but it's a hard line for a station to draw between, you know, a monster of the week and then like 
an arc, you know, an overarching storyline or even just a season long storyline, because it does not seem to satisfy the same crowd. You got people who like the, the monster of the week and sometimes that's good. Mm -hmm. And you got people that want a story, you know, like B5 or person of interest, but there's not a lot of crossover there. So I think they got to go with, you know, where they think their biggest demo is going to be. But yeah, it's as long as it's amusing, you know, I'll give the, I'll give the season a shot. I mean, CBS gives it a whole season. Yeah. Yeah. I'll at least give it a shot and see uh, if it'll keep me around for the whole season. I'll give it at least half a season. Kind of like I did with S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Stupid show. Well, since we know they're not going to tie their TV into their movie. <laughs> right. I, uh, I don't even go back for the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. And everybody's like, oh, you got to watch at least this one episode. No. Nope. nope. Good. All right. Let's see what else I got here. Go ahead and mention again that Matt Warden and I are trying to put together Protospiel Minnesota for January. So Matt just got back from a couple things and we had a conversation the other day. So we are back to looking for a location to hold proto spiel, Minnesota. So uh, we had, like I said, lots of interest in that when we were at proto spiel, Milwaukee, uh, quite a few people there were from Minnesota. So um, we know we can get at least a good crowd in Minnesota and quite a few people that would be willing to travel. So we are still looking at doing that. So details will be coming. I actually had somebody else reach out to me that wants to do uh, a kind of a proto spiel in the summer as well here in Minnesota. So we might team up with them. We might not get one of those this year. That summer. summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Good Lord. There are a lot of game designers that live right here in Minnesota, Matthew. Screw you. Yes, we can have a proto spiel in Minnesota. <laughs> We're used to the weather. And at the moment, Matt is actually looking for places that shuttle from the airport. That's where we're starting. So people won't have to be driving too much. Who goes anywhere during a proto spiel anyway? You sit in the room for like three days straight. <laughs> you barely leave. I think, I think we ate. The last one here, Protospiel Milwaukee, we ate almost every meal in the hotel restaurant except for one meal across the street because we didn't want to be too far away and we didn't want to be gone too long. All right, let's see. I've got some uh, roughly United Geek Network related stuff. We'll talk about the game design contest again that we're doing with the Game Crafter and uh, Game Hole Con and us judging, and that is that take that game design challenge that you can submit over at the game crafter until September 8th, 2015. And again, that's at like 6 a.m. Central. So uh, there's still plenty of time to get your entries in though. And speaking of the game crafter, congratulations to JT Smith. Uh, he has been recently listed as a industry insider for Gen Con 2015. Uh, so he's listed on the site and uh, he's going to be speaking at various panels I've already signed up to check out a couple of those panels because I, I want to make sure he says he says proper stuff. He's doing like one Kickstarter one, one something else. <laughs> but that's cool. It's it's cool to see JT get some recognition. No, JT, you're wrong on that no, Kickstarter no. stuff. What you mean to say is... I'm sorry you forgot to carry the five. <laughs> and that would really be something else. <laughs> uh, speaking of Gen Con and the Game Crafter... And then Mike's still here. He's not saying much, but uh, I didn't even realize he was going to be here because originally he wasn't going to be here for tonight's thing. But congratulations to the Royal Monster Battalion, part of our network. They recently put out a two-parter covering the first six Nightmare on Elm Street movies as part of their one-year anniversary. So congratulations, guys, for making it a year. 
Should have uh, stopped at Dream Warriors. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just finished uh, the second part on my way home tonight. I was all right till the end. You guys, you guys screwed up at the end there. You just, Mike. I don't know <laughs> your opinions, man. <laughs> you may have no more. That's right. And we'll see about that too, because here soon I'm going to be recovering <laughs> or I'm going to be recording with the uh, Royal Monster Battalion. I uh, made a movie request for them to watch the first feast and Mike wants me to come on and review it with them. So uh, we'll be recording that soon and then that'll get put out in their normal schedule. Phantasm. Do phantasm. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, oh, I still have... Still have PTSD flashbacks from the the, the Halloween uh, party that we thought that would be a good idea. Hadn't seen it in ages. Oh, guys, this is an awesome movie. All the kids that had never seen it before. It's like, what are we watching? I'm like, I don't know either. And I, I watched it when it was out. <laughs> There's this adult guy walking around saying, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Just focus on that part. Just focus on that part. What are the midgets? It makes no sense. Oh, and United Geeks Network is potentially going to be adding some new members here soon, which is an interesting story. I started talking to some, not interesting for me. I started talking to somebody today that wanted to potentially join and they went, Hey, yeah. Okay. Um, if, uh, I'm going to go fill out the form. I filled out the form and no email, no email, no email. <laughs> So I went over and looked at the form, and sure enough, there were like five entries in there that had never emailed me to let me know they were there. So I'm going through possible family members now to see uh, if we might add a few. And I've already found a couple potential ones, so hopefully uh, some of these aren't too far behind. That I don't want to join them. Yes. They don't respond to anything. Oh, Bastards. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> so we'll see. So that, that'll that be interesting. And that is, I believe, what I have for Geek. News. <laughs>